worked hard for what you have, your money, your assets, your 401k and home. Isn't it all worth protecting? Nearly one in four consumers have been a victim of identity theft. LifeLock Ultimate Plus helps protect your finances with up to $3 million in reimbursement. LifeLock alerts you to identity threats you might miss. And if your identity is stolen, your dedicated U.S.-based restoration specialist will work to fix it. Let LifeLock help protect what you've worked so hard for. Save 25% off your first year on LifeLock Ultimate Plus at LifeLock.com slash aware. Terms apply. Sean Rima, 9 till 11. News Talk 550 KTSA and FM 1071. Well, happy Monday morning to you. Seven minutes after nine on News Talk 550 KTSA FM 1071. I'm Sean. Hi. How in the hell are you? Uh, lots to make our way through over the next uh, couple of hours. The phone lines are open 210-599-5555. We have some amusing stuff we'll talk about before the show's over. Uh, we did something really fun over the weekend I'm going to share with you. We're going to play some Truly, truly amusing audio from Sheila Jackson Lee, who was com- who was just a freaking dumbass. That woman is so stupid, and uh, she goes about uh, proving it almost on a daily basis. And we got some fascinating audio to listen to about uh, from her and how she treats her underlings. We got to start with uh, Israel and uh, some of the protests we saw over the weekend. As far as the actual sitch. Uh, you heard Lloyd Austin uh, talking over the weekend. We're sending about 2,000 uh, additional troops to the area. We've uh, sent two aircraft carriers. We've got a command ship out there. I think the total number of folks that we have uh, in that area now are, what, 14,000, 14, something like that? I don't know. It's a lot. Uh, we we just a few minutes ago during Ware and Rima, I saw Trey Yingst on Fox reporting of a long-range missile being fired uh, into the north uh, of Israel from Hamas in Gaza. Uh, up until this point, we've seen many of the northern attacks coming in from Lebanon. Uh, and this was uh, now proof positive in a sense that they, well, they got some pretty good stuff, some pretty good hardware. They're not just making this stuff out of water pipes. They're, you know, being supplied, obviously, from somebody with some pretty pretty good technology. And they got this long-range stuff. Israel over the weekend uh, has rolled out some technology as far as missile security systems. They they have one that I think they were working on since 2021. Uh, it's got a it's called Sting something. I can't think of the full name right now, but uh, this uh, this uh, uh, system, this anti missile system, uh, is you it uses lasers, I believe. It's precision. Point being that it uh, reduces collateral damage and is specifically designed to uh, be used in urban settings. And one of the things that I took away from a lot of my TV watching over the weekend is that urban warfare is the worst warfare by most, by the, from the uh, in the opinions of most military experts, because yeah, a lot of civilians get uh, get killed as a result. And wow, those evil Israelis, they sure go out of their way to try to not kill civilians. In fact, why haven't we seen Gaza turned into a parking lot uh, at the, uh, up until this point? We're three weeks out now. Well, because they're concerned about kill, killing innocent people. Those evil, evil Israelis, those evil Jews. Uh, they have the might to get the job done in a handful of hours. They don't, they don't need ground operations, as far as I can tell. And yet ground operations are what they're uh, amping up to. Why? Again, to reduce the amount of civilians, innocent people killed. But they're evil Jews, so who cares? I was watching uh, a lot of the dumbassery with these protests uh, in New York City, uh, uh, Philadelphia, I believe, uh, Detroit. We had... Uh, uh, we had, I guess, some idiots uh, downtown here in San Antonio who are pro-Palestinian. The one that really got me were the folks who showed up in Skokie, uh, an infamous suburb of Chicago. Uh, and I remember, and possibly I'm sure you remember if you're my age, that we used to have a thing called social studies class which was predominantly about uh, world events, you know, and making sure you, you at a very young age, uh, you're learning about what's going on in the world. And the point of social studies classes, as far back as I can remember, was to 
foster in young people a desire to understand their own world and what's going on. Follow the news. I don't think that exists anymore. Now it's just pure propaganda across the board. I can tell you I had several social studies teachers in in school, and I couldn't tell you to this day what any of their politics were. One of the things we learned about in social studies class when I would have been, I guess, 11, is how in 1978 uh, the KKK wanted to march through Skokie. Why was that weird? Well, Skokie is a Jewish community predominantly. It was then. It is now. The only difference between then and now, and that's 40 years hence, I guess, is that at that time, the predominant or, or the, the bulk of that community in Skokie, Illinois, were not just Jews. They were Holocaust survivors. At the time of the KKK march, uh, yet about 4,000 Holocaust survivors, people who had lived through the death camps, living in Skokie. And the, the, the point of the threatened KKK march uh, through Skokie, uh, became a, 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 a constitutional battle about free speech. The ACLU was involved. I remember it was a huge story. Uh, because people were disgusted and horrified that the KKK would march through that particular town given the community of that town. Again, largely people who had survived the death camps of World War II. Well, this past weekend, we had some pro-Palestinian a-holes uh, uh, getting into fights and I think popping off weapons in uh, in Skokie. And I'm watching this, and, uh, and what's going through my brain are a couple of things. First off, and I'd, I'd mentioned this uh, on Where and Rima, that... You and I have heard the Hitler references for a number of years now. If you're a liberal idiot and you really want to insult your opponent or you want people to think ill of your political opponent, whether it's Donald Trump or it's any given Republican, what's the first word they trot out? Hitler. God, there's such Nazis. I can't believe Donald Trump is putting all these children into these holding centers. They're like death camps, man. Remember that? AOC, Alexandria Orifice Cortez. These facilities where they're sending kids whose parents are bringing them over across the border illegally, they're like death camps. Well, here's the dealio, okay? You, you can't really insult people by calling them Hitler while at the same time embracing Hitlerian policies yourself, which is what you're seeing with a lot of this pro-Palestinian stuff. It ain't hatred of the Israelis. It's hatred of Jews. Now, I, I don't have to explain to you because you pay attention by virtue of the fact that you listen to this radio station. That, as Trey was pointing out, there is no separation between the the benign and oppressed Palestinian people and and organizations like Hamas, entities, terrorist entities, entities like Hamas. It's kind of the same thing. And if you are, we just saw some dumbass on Fox News, again, with one of these hijabs that she obviously purchased on Amazon or some damn thing, saying in no uncertain terms, some young idiot saying in no uncertain terms, well, yeah, that's pretty awful what the Hamas is doing, but you know what? They're trying to, they're, they're freedom fighters. They have to do what's necessary. So I, I would submit or suggest to these idiots, these true morons that we have populating this country right now, and they're not all young people either. Some of them are old, dumbass hippies, all right, wearing their stupid tie-dye shirts. Some of them are gay people. I guess in San Antonio we had gays for Palestine. Do you realize how tragically funny that is? Because, baby, a lot of the things you're hearing about atrocities uh, since October 7th, wow, if you're gay in that part of the world, (laughs) yeah, it's going to work out for you. Point being that you can't really use Hitler as an insult for people, as a way to degrade people that disagree with you or insult them or what have you or, 
or demonize them, while at the same time really digging what Hitler did. Hey, wow, if Hitler just finished the job, these poor freaking Palestinians, they'd be living such a great life right now. Why don't you be somebody? Why don't you be an actual person and just wear the freaking swastika? Be honest. But don't 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 trot out Hitler uh, for people who voted for Donald Trump or any other number of Republicans, while at the same time really kind of celebrating what the man did, which was kill Jews. Because hey, the Palestinians are just doing what they got to do, right? They might have to cave in a few baby heads, right? They might have to slaughter a few uh, uh, women and old people and children. They, they're just doing what they have to do. It's the only solution to the scourge of, of Israel in that region. So, again, if that's who you are, you're pro-Palestinian, be honest about it. Wear the swastika. What's, what's wrong with that? What you're supporting is the same thing Hitler did. Be honest about it, because otherwise you're just a nutless moron, all right? Going to some jive-ass protest in some town run by liberal idiots such as yourself, no one's going to stop you. No one's going to call you out. I saw a very disturbing image, image over the weekend of a little boy in New York City with a Palestinian flag screaming his brains out into a microphone. Right, because racism is taught, isn't it? And somebody's teaching that kid. To hate Jews. So just be your old Jew-hating selves and be honest about it. I, I wouldn't respect you anymore. I still think you're a dumbass. But at least you're being honest intellectually. There's no distinction. There's no distinction between what Hitler wanted to do and what Hamas and Iran and all these other people want to do. There's only a difference in motivation. Hitler did it for pure power. Okay, these people do it because they think it'll... It somehow uh, elevates them in the eyes of God. So their motivations are a little different. Not that the architects of this stuff, uh, their motivations are any different. That's really, truly about power. But if you're going to be pro-Palestinian, I think you ought to be a truly courageous human being and start walking around with swastika T-shirts and Hitler T-shirts. Why not? Put the Nazi flag on a freaking ball cap and wear that. Be somebody. 210, what do you think about that? 210-599-5555. It's Sean on News Talk 550 KTSA. The Sean Rima Show. News, traffic, weather. Stay connected. News Talk 550 KTSA and FM 1071. And we're back. News Talk 550 KTSA, FM 1071, talking about some of the pro-Palestinian bullcrap going on. In this country, which is sad and pathetic. Let's see what you think. Here's Jake. Jake, how you doing? Hey, hey, Sean. Uh, yeah, yeah. me and Elwood, uh, yeah, we drove through that uh, Skokie bag in 78, and we had a bunch of Nazis chasing after his head. Mm. It was crazy. Well, I mean, like, and now, here we, 40 years later, here we are. Here we are. Yeah, now they said uh, they saw a cap car up in Minnesota doing the same thing. It, it's, a, it's, it's just it's pathetic, man. I mean, my God. You know... <laughs> Next year, it'll be the 80th anniversary of, uh, of of Operation Overlord, okay? We lost however many people of a single generation who who went across the world to lose their lives saving the Jews from the ovens and saving Europe. And here we are just a handful of decades later, again, almost eight decades decades later, and I guess we've just forgotten all that. It just doesn't matter. You know, and that's what's sad to me. It's I, Look, it's some buggy-eyed Muslim idiot, you know, on the other side of the world who wants to blow people up. We expect that sort of thing. But seeing Americans, seeing Americans uh, supporting these people, is it just makes me want to vomit. It really does. It's disgusting. There's Nick. It doesn't make you cool. It doesn't make you a hip kid, you know. Nick, how you doing? Yeah, um, I'm disgusted too, Sean. Uh, primarily, though, I, it's just crazy that I didn't hear the same energy when there was a Republican uh, president and people were saying the Jews will not replace us. With well, when we had a Republican president, uh, Hamas wasn't rolling into Israel but like no, this. No, so wait, no, it's not relevant. So, like, it's funny that you 
use the Jews as a political football when it suits your narrative. Oh, you shut your really mouth, care. you moron. You don't really care. So yeah, right, you, right. You're right. You, you, you revealed me, man. Your you great care. intellect you're revealed it. Motherfucker just like All the right, there you go, you jackass. <laughs> okay, Sheila. <laughs> yeah, that, that's already been used, sir. You're, yeah. You're, you're old, old, yeah, old dude. cussing. Sheila Jackson. Yeah, and your argument's boring. Oh, Republican. No, when, when the last Republican was in office, uh, yeah, you, you didn't have Hamas rolling into Israel, dude. You didn't have uh, Vladimir Putin rolling into Russia, uh, rolling into Ukraine. You didn't have uh, any of the crap that we're dealing with right now. But you're right. You sit on your ass in your, your, your pseudo-intellectual satisfaction and tell yourself you're the smartest guy in the room, but you just proved to everybody in this city what a dumbass you are. Well, a Republican was in office, this crap wasn't going on. So, blank you. 210-599-5555. Well, you know. Guys like that, and I'm just talking about him more, and I shouldn't be, because guys like that, now he can sit around with all his idiot friends, and, well, I showed the talk show guy something, didn't I? I really pulled one over on him. I love idiots who, who prove their, their stupidity and then act like it's some kind of freaking victory for him. It's great. It's laughable. I laugh at guys like you. 210-599-5555. 210-599-5555. Homeboy's tax bracket didn't change, did it? No, not at all. Not at all. Just wear the swastika, dude, and be proud of it. Make your smart speaker smarter. Stream us. Okay, getting smarter now. This is News Talk 550 KTSA and FM 1071. Yeah. News Talk 550 KTSA FM 1071. Thanks for all the messages over the, over the break about the dumbass I just dealt with. And just, you know, and, and just uh, let me just mention one more thing about that, just so we all know. For the record, okay, when a liberal idiot calls my show or calls anybody's show, here's what they do. Okay, they don't want to have a conversation with you. They don't want to debate their, art, their ideas because they can't. And so what they do is they get very personal, very angry, very quickly, and at some point they cuss, like that guy did. The reason they do that is because then we have to drop the call. If somebody drops, starts dropping an mf on the air, we have to drop the call. Because we have a delay, most of the people may not hear the cuss word that caused us to drop the person. And then what they do is they go out and they talk to all their idiot friends and say, well, I guess that guy couldn't handle the truth. Did you hear how he cut me off? Well, he knows exactly why I cut him off. And I, all I'm saying to that guy and anybody like him is, just be honest and wear the swastika, dude. Just start wearing some Hitler T-shirts and, and just be somebody. Be honest about it. I won't have any respect for you, but at least, you know, you're being real, okay? Wear the swastika. Um, something funny did happen over the weekend, and I, I wouldn't be mentioning it other than the fact that it's it's apparently become one of my most popular videos that I've ever ever posted. James, did you see this? The video I posted, I the uh, the chocolate video. Yeah, I, yes, somebody tagged me. It was almost art. Somebody tagged me, and I guess there's a I trust my Latina challenge out there. I, it maybe it might have been around for a while. I don't know. I just became aware of it last week. And it's where a dude who has a, a Latina girlfriend or wife puts a red cup on their freaking head. Chica gets, you know, way back and flings the chancla to knock the red cup off the hat or off the head. And you see, I somebody sent me a collage of the or a montage of these uh, of these videos. And sometimes they get it and sometimes they don't. Sometimes the sandal just slaps upside the guy's head. Okay. So I told my wife, well, we have to do that. Remember, uh, there was a couple of months ago, I, I, I told the story. I didn't have any video record of it where my wife flung a, a chancla at me, almost took out my left eye. I mean, the precision. The precision is amazing. And so I said, okay, baby, let's do this. Let's, let's try it. Let's do the I Trust My Latina challenge. And the way you do it is you put the red cup on your head. You hold the, the, hold the phone pointing at yourself. She gets way back there, and you say these words, 
uh, uh, you change it up depending on your relationship. Yeah. And I said, I trust my Latino wife. <laughs> That's hilarious. Dude, we set it up. Okay. Was that the first take? Yes. Yes. It was awesome. the first. Nobody believes me. It was the first and only take. I said, all right, baby, let's think in my mind, thinking, well, you know, we'll probably take a few takes here. And so I get, you know, way by, we tried it in the hallway, and she says, I don't have the arm room to throw. So I'm like, all right, so we moved out into the main room of the house. I put the damn red cup on my head, and I swear to Jesus, she just flung it, and it took that cup off my cranium cleanly. It was like a sniper shot. My God. Don, are you hearing this? Yeah. Did you see the video? I, I saw the video. I thought it was wonderful. On YouTube, it's got like over two. Th- it's the most popular video I've ever put up. Yeah. And what it's I, only 10 seconds long. What I thought was great about it was that you looked nervous, and she had the utmost confidence on her face yeah. the entire time. Like she knew. And it was like nothing. She takes the sandal off, fl- flings it through the air, and it took the cup off my head. Didn't even move a hair on my head, man. Yeah. I started laughing. I, I was like, oh, my God, you did it in the first take? You were laughing. I think it was more of a, of a sigh of relief. Well, the reality did settle over me that yeah. if she did want to harm me, if I did upset could, her so yeah. much that she wanted to cause me injury, she could. She could take out a tooth. She could take out an eye. Right. I'd like to take her out hunting and, like, put her in a blind. <laughs> Can you take out a deer with that? Do you know what I mean? I mean... Right. The precision was amazing to me. Now, she used to play softball mm-hmm. when she was in school. Right. But, dude, it just she just took the cup right out. Yeah, she, she did. didn't aim. If you watch the video and you can see it on KTSA.com, it's on our YouTube channel, it's on my face puke wall. It, it, I didn't feel a thing. And she didn't even, she just, you could see her just take it off and wing it. Didn't even <laughs> blink. And and didn't even blink. Nope. Took the cup right off my noggin, man. And, and then after it was done, you you started laughing because you were relieved that she didn't take your head off. I was waiting for a decapitation, to be yeah. honest. She could me, have. Me too, you know, Don. I was hoping that she was wearing one of those old-fashioned Dr. Scholl's exercise sandals, you know, the wooden <laughs> things. That, yeah, and the, just, from the yeah, 70s. Right. Look, I, that, take that and fling that at your head. But I, she was nice enough to use a chancla. I was more worried that she'd rigged it like Odd Jobs hat and Goldfinger <laughs> and, like, laced it with blades. Nice. <laughs> my head just, you know, I stand there for a second and my head falls off like two seconds yeah. later chick right. is deadly man yeah that and was then, a hell of a name really and then after it was done when you're laughing her, her expression never changed no she just hey you know what mess around and find out if i want to hurt you i want you because my laughter was kind of like like a nervous laugh like ah, 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 ah. she just took it right off ah, i'm so ah, alive ah, she's gonna kill me ah. <laughs> Weird. So anyway, you all can check yeah. out that video, like and share. I don't do a lot of videos because I figure I'm on the air for four hours. That should be enough for anybody. But you know, I, I do the odd video, and that one uh, it's quite popular for some yeah. strange reason. Well, you know, we've all been there. Someone has thrown a shoe at us at some point. <laughs> at some point, what does yeah. Georgia throw at you when you piss her off? Does she throw anything at you like a verbal jabs? <laughs> verbal jabs. Yeah, verbal the odd jabs. Brick, you know. Yeah. I, the, 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 occasional, the, occasional, the occasional heart punch, you know, I mean, that'll happen. <laughs> she does the Tarantino five-fingered heart punch on you. <laughs> yeah. And then dares him to walk. <laughs> right. Walk five feet, Don, see what happens to you. Yep. Excellent. 210-599-5555. We'll take a break. We'll be right back at Sean on Newstalk 550 KTSA. Don! San Antonio's talk station. People voice their opinions. You talk, we listen. News Talk 550 KTSA and FM 1071. And we're back. News Talk 550 KTSA FM 1071. Uh, I guess there's going to be an update uh, at some point uh, this morning on the death of uh, the murder of Samantha Wall. Uh, outside of uh, Detroit, 40-year-old woman, Jewish woman. Uh, she, uh, it, there's a, a, a synagogue, the Isaac, I think it's Isaac, uh, agree downtown synagogue in Detroit. 
she was a, a, a the president of the board of of that synagogue, which I think uh, was wasn't surviving in Detroit, and I think they moved it to a suburb or something like that, and it, it continued. She is largely credited with saving that particular synagogue. She is also a prominent Democrat. Uh, she's an activist. Uh, she was. Uh, she was a co-founder of the Muslim Jewish Forum of Greater Detroit. Uh, she, uh, in other words, she was working in her public life uh, to bring Jews and Muslims together. Democrat. Stabbed to death outside of her own home. And I guess we're going to get an uh, an update here uh in a little bit as to, you know, what I guess what they've learned from the investigation. Beautiful young lady. Um, you know, I it, we don't know specifically why she was murdered, but, you know. It's Michigan. Michigan has a huge Muslim community. Uh, so I, I you know, uh, I, I think you're probably going to start seeing more of this kind of thing, which, again, is why it, 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 these idiots with their it jabs and her pro-Palestinian flags uh, all over the place. It, 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 yeah, it's it's going to lead to more violence because that's what they're calling for. That's what they're supporting. I, I'm not going to go through the lurid details of how people were slaughtered by Hamas uh, since the October 7th, uh, opera- I guess, Operation Mission, whatever you'd call it. Uh, you've been hearing about it all weekend. I've been hearing about it. It's pretty bad. It's beyond comprehension what they did to people, what they did to children. And for all we know, are still continuing to do to children. I, I was reading a lot about this drug uh, over the weekend. This is the first I'd heard of it. Uh, let me see if I can bring up the name. I think it's Cardigan, uh, if I'm not uh, mistaken. It's a drug that was originally used uh, a lot uh, in ISIS. It's a very popular drug uh, in the Middle East. It's very cheap. Uh, and as uh, based upon my reading, it's uh, a, a form of uh, methamphetamine. And uh, captagon, that's what it's called, captagon. And it's been found already uh, on the bodies of Hamas terrorists in Israel. And in Gaza, it's a pill. Uh, it, it, again, based upon my reading, it's it's a hopped up version of crystal meth. And if you've ever known anybody who had a crystal meth problem, and I have seen that crap with my own eyes, uh, rage, kind of pointless rage, is one of the effects of prolonged crystal meth usage. It's why people who are uh, you know, crystal addicts end up committing a lot of bad crimes and violent crimes and stuff. Well, they've been doling out this drug again. It was a big thing with ISIS, and it was—it's obviously or apparently a big a drug of choice uh, for Hamas terrorists because it gives you a lot of energy. Uh, it numbs you emotionally, and it can induce psychosis. In other words, you you hop up your your terrorist drones with this captagon uh, and send them out there, and that's how and why, apart from the indoctrination they've already received since day one. We've been hearing a lot about that over the weekend as well, about how, you know, in schools and from a, the earliest age, you can imagine they're taught to kill Jews and to revel in killing Jews. Gets you closer to God. And apparently they're also getting them addicted to this captagon, uh, which makes uh, a lot of the atrocities uh, possible because there's just no emotion. And they're hopped up and they're psychotic and they're violent. These are the people that you're supporting uh, when you go to a pro-Palestinian march. These are the people you're supporting when you start talking about those evil oppressors uh, of Israel, who, as I mentioned already in the hour, if they were really the heartless oppressors that they are characterized as being, Gaza would already be a parking lot. Uh, There's a missile defense system they just rolled out 
uh, an Israeli missile defense system that is guided by laser technology of some kind. It's very precise. It is designed for urban warfare, and it is designed to lessen the amount of civilian casualties as much as possible. In other words, it's precise, it's contained. Somebody shoots off a missile from this building, uh, this defense system uh, will be able to take it out with as little surrounding damage as possible. Um, We know that Israel uh, has given over to Gaza many of these, these, this form of piping that it was meant to use to to help water uh, be uh, transported, and it's been converted into missile launchers. Again, if Israel were the heartless oppressors they're being made out to be by the, the, the idiot left in this country, certainly they wouldn't spend however much money was required to develop a new system of missile defense that tries to lessen collateral damage as much as humanly possible. They would not be thinking about ground operations. In my opinion, they wouldn't be thinking about ground operations in Gaza uh, if they just wanted to kill Muslims just to kill them. They just they just bomb the place. They just bomb it back to the to, to the to antiquity. So again, if you're one of these pro-Palestinian idiots, you you really have no clue. If you're an American doing this, you have no clue. What a stupid, stupid person you are being. And the thing to ask yourself is, well, okay, well, let's say uh, you're someday in a position where freedom fighters have to do what's necessary uh, in your part of the world. I guess you'd be all right with your kid's head getting chopped off, yeah? You'd be okay with it as long as it was uh, in you know, the interest of uh, shirking off some oppressive regime, right? Again, where are the swastika? Be honest. Sean Rima, 9 till 11. News Talk 550 KTSA and FM 1071. And we're back five minutes after 10 on News Talk 550 KTSA, FM 1071. I'm Sean. This is my dumb little show, and the phone lines are open. 210-599-5555. 210-599-5555. And frankly, this show is about to get a lot dumber. Sheila Jackson Lee. You know, she's been there in Houston in that congressional seat for 28 years. And now she wants to be mayor of Houston. I, You know what, James? I'd be fine with that. <laughs> be, go, keep her ass in Houston. That'd, that'd be fine with me. Well, I did some uh, investigative reporting with our uh, Dennis Foley, our former news yes. director. Oh, yeah. And it turns out uh, Sheila did not show up for the Houston public media mayoral debates last night. Oh, of course not. No. <laughs> it's hard to debate the issues when you're a dumbass. And we got fascinating audio that was released, which James was probably up all night trying to get all the dirty words bleeped out. And let me see if I can. The staffer, we assume, leaked the audio. He was recording her. And, and I told James before he went on the air, well, obviously the reason he recorded her is because it goes on a lot. He just didn't. For the hell of it, start recording her for no reason. And it has to, it, the premise, what's going on here is he, they're in a car first off. And is he, some public event that she was supposed to be made aware of or something, he passed on to another staffer. I, I don't know. But she goes off on the guy. And, and again, this obviously must be standard fare for her staff. Who must truly despise her? Let's roll that fascinating audio here. You took a piece of paper from that woman uh, regarding uh, something that was owed by Duncan Tell. Where is it? What, what date was it? All from yesterday. Jerome took it upstairs. I have to call him. He took it up when I switched out the picture. I'll call him. I don't want you to do a thing. I want you to have a brain. I want you to have read it. I want you to say, Congresswoman, it was such and such a day. That's what I want. That's the kind of stamp that I want to have. So some stupid other motherfucker did it, and, and I don't have the information. Nobody sent me the information. I need to uh, ensure my um, schedule. And, uh, you know, if, if Boo Boo did it, Face did it, and nobody knows a goddamn thing in my office. Okay, nothing. I gave it to you. Your job was to get it on the calendar, 
imprinted in your brain or send me the information back saying, Congresswoman, I made sure that the Ovid Duncan Tell event that you gave me uh, for so-and-so date at 7 is on the fucking calendar. Not to oh, Jerome Hansen. Okay? So when I called Jerome, he only me sit up there like a fat-ass stupid idiot. Like a fat-ass idiot. Uh, he doesn't know. Okay? Both y'all are <laughs> up some fucking ass. It's the worst shit that I could have ever had put together. Two goddamn big ass children. Fucking idiots. Serve no goddamn purpose. Ain't managing nobody. Nobody's respecting them. Nobody gives a shit about what you're doing. And you ain't doing shit. And this is an example of it. I gave it to Jerome. This is not child's work. Okay? It's not child's play, you fat ass idiot. Why'd you give it to Jerome? Give it to me. Idiot. Blank, 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 blank. My God. Jerome's in trouble. Jerome's in Well, Jerome's already heard, I guess. Jerome got his tirade, I'm sure. This chick would make Samuel L. Jackson go, damn. You know what I mean? Now, do I, care, do I give a crap about Sheila Jackson Lee? No, I don't. I think she's a moron. And apparently she's a you know, nasty moron, which has kind of been floating around her for a, lo- a number of years. That She's just, you know, not, she's a very mean-spirited, you know, ugly person. But the, the, there's a takeaway from this is kind of interesting to me, in that one of the things you hear when it comes to American politicians, especially on the left, is, uh, you know, we need to reflect America. We need to be reflected. We in, in the House of Representatives and the Senate, we need to reflect the, the people of, uh, of the United States of America, which they don't at all. Because you know what, and you know this if you have a job of, of pretty much any kind, that the way things are now, and I don't think it's a bad thing for the most part. I think it gets a little obsessive, but for the most part, you you don't you don't talk you you sure as hell don't talk to a colleague in an insulting way. Okay, if I walked down the hallway and started talking to somebody I work with like that, I'd be fired. Like no, you know, it'd be over. If you talk to a coworker like that. It'd be over for you. They'd cut your ass loose uh, for any number of reasons. Apart from the fact that it's crummy behavior, you know, there are lawsuits, there's all kinds of weird stuff that can happen. It's just not allowed in, in the American workplace. So uh, you and I couldn't do that in our workplace. And, and let's take it to the next level. If you're a boss or a supervisor, you sure as hell can't talk to somebody who works for you like that. You couldn't talk to a person that works for you like that for 10 seconds, let alone it being a habit of, of some length of time that uh, an employee would feel that a staffer would feel the need to record it and then leak it. And we, this is kind of a thing that we hear a lot. Hillary Clinton supports this chick. Hillary Clinton is famous, infamous, for just being a horrible person to the Secret Service to her own staff. Michelle Obama, you hear that crap a lot about her. And so these people, they when you when we say that they live in a different reality, they absolutely do. Now let me take it in the in another direction here. And you can call me up and tell me what you think. Two one zero five. First off, term limits. Yeah, I'm a big fan. Twenty eight years. Two one zero five nine nine fifty five fifty five. My old man was an extremely literate human being, an extremely worldly guy, a very smart man. Smartest man I've ever known. And my dad, the one thing I, that he modeled for me that I picked up, picked up on very early on in my life is that my dad treated everybody the same. It didn't matter if you were a millionaire. It didn't matter if you were the CEO of a major corporation, which he worked for for a number of years. Didn't matter if you were the dude running the cash register at the convenience store. In fact, probably more true if you were the cashier uh, working at the local convenience store. My dad treated everyone with respect. He treated treated everyone the same. And I always appreciated that about him. And in my own life, I can tell you, and I, I kind of picked up on this in the theater in the early days, and I did a lot of theater work. As far as uh, you know, my relationship with uh, the stagehands and the people that did all the technical stuff, 
Uh, I sure as hell learned this lesson when I myself was the guy running the cash register at the convenience store for many years. And in radio, I, I've known a lot of people over the years in radio who were on-air people that treated the people around them like absolute crap. And I always hated that. And I never wanted to be that guy. And a lot of the thinking for me, apart from the example of my dad, is, which is you just don't treat people that way. You treat everybody the same. Is that the people who work for you and support you, okay, they, they, you know, you... They do all the work for you so in radio so you can sound like the coolest guy in the room. It's like James, you know, uh, and Chris Glasgow before him. Uh, for me, it's very, very important. Those are the people that I'm actually more concerned about than anybody else. And it's been true of my entire career. I can't stand people who treat the people who work for them like crap, like Sheila Jackson Lee treated this staffer. And I don't care what he did. I don't care what he did that pissed her off. It's crummy behavior. And in the workplace, in the free market system, in, in, you know, uh, in the world of business, you wouldn't last 30 seconds treating other people like that. And yet, our elected officials, people who are there to do the people's business, because she's not the only one. Sheila Jackson Lee is not the only person in Congress, in the House of Representatives, or in our government in general, who treats people who work for her like ass, okay? She's just now, this week, the most, uh, uh, the loudest example of that. But it's it's just bad behavior. I can't stand it, man. If you have to be an a-hole to get what you want in life, maybe what you want in life isn't worth it. <laughs> That's really how I look at it. So screw her, man. <laughs> for Jerome, for, <laughs> for the, the nameless staffer who released the audio, Sheila, you suck, man. You're no fun at all. And if you and if you were actually in private in the private sector, you wouldn't last ten seconds treating somebody like that. But she knows it. She's been there forever. You know, and, and a lot of them know it. And they get on a power trip once they get inside the beltway and their souls start getting sucked out of their ears. So, you know, it's funny, but at the same time, there's sort of a dark truth about this in that, yeah, that, that's that's a public servant for you right there. 210-599-5555. Again, man, dude, that was worse than Samuel L. Jackson. That was worse than any freaking Tarantino movie you can think of, man. 210-599-5555. Oh, and by the way, let me toss this in. People like that usually cannot handle anybody talking to them like that at all in any way, shape, or form. 210-599-5555. I'll talk to Charles real quick. Charles, how are you? I'm doing great. Before we get into Miss Jackson, I did. I wasn't able to call you before you went off the air on Friday. I was going to tell you the three sodas you need to put in your refrigerator. <laughs> Tab, Fresca, and uh, I can't remember the other one, but it, Tab and Fresca. Probably the <laughs> yeah, it's 1978 all over again, all over the place, man. Tab and Fresca. And, and then you see if, <laughs> if it comes, becomes empty. Yeah, okay. I know. It'll stay full yeah. with Tab and Fresca in there. <laughs> so anyway, uh, so let's go forward. Uh, if, if she's not running for re-election, is that what I'm, I'm understanding? She I wants to be the mayor of Houston. For- so I, I okay, guess she's, so she's, gonna, she's running for, for mayor of, of Houston, yeah. But apparently she didn't bother yeah, okay, to show up so. to the debate, so. So uh, let me just say this. this. This woman will never get in. And I'm I'm just surprised why CNN, if it would have been somebody that was with Trump, golly, CNN would be all oh, over this. You and know so it. ABC, everybody. Well, I mean, they Trey would be brought up, uh, Trey brought up Taylor, uh, Marjorie Taylor Greene. If she did something like that, oh, my God, they'd crucify oh, her. man, it'd be all over the place. Oh, also, one thing on the local note before I go, because I don't get to talk to you sure. all the time. Uh, uh your buddy Jalen is is up to no good again, and he's trying to get that thing designated. He's trying to get North Main designated a historical place. So, oh yeah, the gay, in the gay sector of town, that's right. Well, so he's a way, he, you know I got no problem with, with gay people. He's a clown, man. That guy's the freaking clown. He's a I fame know, hog and a clown. They're going to put it to a vote, and they're going to get money, yeah. and they're going to designate it a historical place right. that nobody can go in there and develop it. I, yeah, come on. Well, that's you know, great. that's par for the course with the leadership we have downtown. So that's this I is know. and I appreciate care, it. Buddy. Thank you. This is why people need to show up to city elections, man. 
because some of my money's going into this, some of your money's going into this if you live in town. 210-599-5555. It's Sean on News Talk 550 KTSA. The Sean Rima Show. Israel at war. Stay connected to the latest. News Talk 550 KTSA and FM 1071. And we're back. News Talk 550 KTSA FM 1071. I'm Sean. Just the, the coverage of these anti-Israel protests over the weekend is just, it really is not nauseating to watch. Maybe we, maybe this country doesn't deserve to continue. How does that make you feel? <laughs> I mean, it's, it's, we, we, how do you get around stupid of that level? How do you get around it? I, I don't know. Because I, one thing I said earlier in the morning is that, you know, y- y- you can take uh, any given idiot who right now is either a college puke or an older person, because there's plenty of folks who are my age who are of the same mindset. And you could trot out all of the evidence you have. You could tr- show them all the video evidence you have as far as the atrocities of Hamas and who they really are and who they're backed by. You know what? It wouldn't matter. It just doesn't matter. You can't have a discussion with these people. You can't present them with a, you know new information that dispels their current worldview and gets them to intellectually evolve and embrace uh, what's really going on. You can't. You could again. You could scream your brains out and and show all the evidence you want, and it wouldn't matter. They're right and you're wrong, and I think that's what's sad about this whole thing. Again, we're just a handful of decades uh, from the death camps of Germany, and uh, and here we are. Um, I did. There was another funny story, though. At least we have Elon, man. At least we have Elon brightening our days every now and again with something just really phenomenally funny. I don't know how much you're into Wikipedia anymore. There was a time, I guess, when I years ago and i felt it you know you could check out some pretty basic information on somebody and get it you know and even now if you need need to know somebody's birth date (laughs) i think i looked up william shatner's birthday uh, you know a few weeks ago and brought up wikipedia one thing that'll come up with wikipedia now is they want money you know they, they want money they claim they're not selling out but they want money so they can continue to exist because they're not, I guess they're not making. A lot of people are peeling off from Wikipedia. It was kind of standard there for a little while, but a lot of people are are dumping Wikipedia because they know a lot of it's propagandist crap, and so they need money. And Elon, uh, uh, tw- I, I still say tweets. Is it Xing now? <laughs> I don't even know what we call it. Is it Xing? He posts on on X uh, over the weekend that he will give. Wikipedia, $1 billion. But they have to change their name at least for a year. $1 billion. And it's part of the story, so I'm going to quote it. If Wikipedia will just change their name to Dickopedia. (laughs) He'll give them a billion dollars, dude. And he actually will. You know he will. He would. Yeah. And originally, somebody was saying, well, take the billion dollars and just change it right back to Wikipedia. And Elon's like, nope. No, you'd have to keep the name Dickopedia for at least a year. Mm-hmm. And I'll give you a billion dollars. That's funny. It must be fun to be him. Right. Can't you? It, it, this is just something he's probably sitting around in his, you know, stretchy pants, you know, <laughs> taking it easy on the weekend. Yep. Possibly taking in some Hallmark Channel. And, you know, and he decides to, hey, I'll give you a billion dollars if you change your name to Dickopedia. I bet they won't, but it's funny Probably. as hell. He should just buy it and change the name. Don't give him any ideas, because he will. <laughs> what must it be like to be that guy for one day? You know what I mean? Mm, right. Because this made international news. Well, made they, Wikipedia they look think- stupid. What? The great thing about it is that he's, you know, he's a 50-year-old man, the richest man <laughs> on the planet, but he thinks like he's 14 years old sometimes. Well, that's Gen X in general. So he's just a yeah. Gen Xer with a billion, you know, billions of dollars or trillions of dollars, how much he has. Right. You know, and we're a snotty bunch. And uh, he's just laying it out to Wikipedia. Here it is. You can have it. 
Think about what you could do with a billion dollars. You know, you could own the world, man. You could be one of the most. You could, you could amp up your website there. Everybody be going to Wikipedia. All you got to do is a little name changey for me. Right. Dickopedia. If they, want to increase, if they want to increase traffic to the website, that's a surefire way to do it right there. Yeah. Well, Change people would think that. it's funny, so they'd start looking at it again. Right. Obviously, nobody is. You remember when Air America came on and it sucked and they just didn't, they didn't put any radio people on the air? They were just liberals and it started right. losing a lot of money and they started begging their own audience for money. It's kind of yeah, how it know, feels just, with Wikipedia. My, my job before this one was at an, an uh, Air America affiliate. Oh, wow. And, and they didn't, there was no warning. They just like disappeared one day. <laughs> it's always fun when that happens in radio, man. Yeah, it was great. It's like the entire staff just quit, you know, but right. the, the network just ceased to exist. And there was probably a 24-hour advance. You know, after tomorrow, we're not going to be here anymore. <laughs> well, you know, it was a conservative <laughs> plot to yank their voices of truth off the air. You know that. Um, not that been. their radio sucked, but, you know. <laughs> Dickopedia. When your cornerstone of your broadcast day is Montel Williams. Oh, yeah. <laughs> What's that tell you? You follow up uh, Afternoon Drive <laughs> with Janine Garofalo. You know, bad things are going to happen. Info at your beck and call. The stunning developments. Stay tuned for updates. Just tell your smart device to play KTSA. And we're back. News Talk 550 KTSA FM 1071 of Sean. I saw a commercial that always kind of weirds me out. It's weird watching Lady Gaga like endorsing a migraine medication while she's sitting at a piano basically naked in fishnets. You know what I mean? I don't mind looking at Lady Gaga naked in fishnets. But I'm I'm just not really thinking about migraine medication. You know what I mean? While she's sitting there practically naked in fishnets playing a piano, talking about migraine medication. Um, What else was I going to hit you all up with before I got out of here today? Um... Uh, this is not a huge story, but there's something about this story that I think is kind of interesting. Uh, University of Michigan just completed a a, a research project, I guess, and they've uh, a study, and they've discovered that eating processed food can be every bit as addictive or addicting. Uh, it can be the same level of addiction as cigarettes, alcohol, and drugs. Eating processed food, like, uh, you know, I guess I'm assuming, you know, potato chips, snack foods, hot pockets, pizza rolls, microwavable taquitos, basically most of the crap that my family unit eats and consumes on a weekly basis. Processed food, you can develop an addiction to processed food that would be akin, as far as firing off the pleasure centers in your noggin, as drug abuse, alcohol abuse, and cigarettes. Um, you combine that with a culture that now says, you know, hey, it's great to be 800 pounds. Look at how beautiful you are. <laughs> and a lot of people are going to be falling over dead. But I, I, what really got me about this story was not the story itself. We all know processed food is crap for you, right? I'm, I'm actually kind of being snarky about my family unit. We actually are eating much more fresh food these days because we went through a period period of time there where, baby, it was, you know, a lot of microwavable crap, Totino's party pizzas. We eat vegetables now. We eat salads, homemade salads. So we're doing better. But what got me about this story is not that I'm shocked or surprised that processed foods are probably not good for you and they're addicting or addictive is that it, I heard this paragraph. Let's just see if you, if, if you recognize what's a little weird about this paragraph, okay? The study suggests that some people's consumption of these foods may meet the criteria for substance use disorder, resulting in the biopsychological mechanisms of addiction and clinically significant problems. What's weird about that statement? Substance use disorder. Um, you know, as somebody who has dealt with some substance abuse, the one thing I've noticed about how people with addictions are treated or even referred to 
is they keep softening the language, and they have gone through this process a few times. Okay, in the good old days, you were a freaking drunk or you were a junkie. (laughs) A junkie or a drunk, right? Then you became drug addicted or an alcoholic. Then you became a substance abuser. But that upset too many people. Now you're just a substance, you have a substance use disorder. See how we've wrung all of the negative language or implications out of that completely and utterly? (laughs) You're not merely a drug addict at, at this point. You're a substance, you have a substance use disorder. And I find that kind of crappy. You know, I, I don't know. If, the, if you're addicted to something, and I can talk from personal experience about this, if you're addicted to something and you have an addiction, whether it's a chemical addiction, an alcohol addiction, maybe it's a behavioral addiction of some kind, you sort of need the painful, ugly language there at some point. Making it so you don't have to feel bad in any way, shape, or form. And I know it's, it's a part of this woke crap. That people should never say anything negative about other people, and nothing is ever anybody's fault, and everybody's a stinking victim. But the, the problem with treating substance abuse, substance abuse, uh, or, or pushing the idea of substance abuse through that prism of wokeness, and let's make sure we make the language so freaking generic that nobody gets upset about anything, is that one of the vital components in getting clean is realizing how screwed up you are. <laughs> you know, I, I've talked about this before. before like, you know, for my, on my own journey, the, the one thing that really got me to turn the corner wasn't getting arrested. It wasn't a DWI. It wasn't a divorce. It wasn't any of that crap. It was shame. I felt shame. And it seems like we're trying to squeeze all of the shame and the negative feelings you may have about yourself being in a situation where you have a life-crippling addiction. It's now a substance use disorder. They've, they've evolved the word from abuse to use. Now you're just some dude using substances. <laughs> You're just doing it disorderly. You're doing it, you're a, you're using substances in a disorderly fashion. That's okay. You're all right. You know, we'll put you through a couple of seminars. You'll be great. And I find that kind of silly. Substance use disorder. So anyway, you know, there we go. Uh, processed foods uh, apparently can become a, a life crippling addiction for you. Okay, so watch the Fritos. All right, watch the chips, watch the hot pockets. But also, you know, uh, this business of 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 just uh, everything's got to be this generic abs you can't judge people in any way shape or form. You can't even appear to be judging anybody. And the way we make ourselves feel better about not judging people, right? Which everybody does is to clean up the language to the point to where there's just no human component whatsoever. You're just using substances in a disorderly fashion. It's not your fault. It's okay. 210-599-5555. You know what I mean? Your weight, you know, you're, you're no longer fat. What is it now, James? You're not fat anymore. Now you have a different body size or uh, there's some generic term for being fat now. Can we still say pleasantly plump? I hope so. I'm just saying so I, a lot of people got healthy and stopped being fat because they looked in the mirror and said, Jesus, I'm fat. You know what I mean? You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. It's, sometimes it's embarrassing getting out of the shower and you catch well, yourself in the mirror and you're like, oh, I don't want to see that. Sometimes those reactions are what save your ass. You know what I'm saying? Let's not clean that crap up. It's better when you, get the, when you have the truth of it in there somewhere. 210-599-5555. And I'm, by the way, I love processed food, and I don't care who knows it. It's base. We got another game tonight. Do you, do you squeeze the cheese out of the can right into your mouth? I have done that. It's good. I dip my Totino's party pizzas in Chick-fil-A sauce. That's who I am. And I might be doing that tonight because we got another good ball game coming our way tonight. 210-599-5555. Stay out of 
of backups and jams. Get the latest traffic and weather together throughout the day. San Antonio's News Talk 550, KTSA, and FM 1071. And we're back. News Talk 550, KTSA, FM 1071. Mark V. Van Camp and Robbins coming up next. I love that show, man. It's a cool show. It's three dudes uh, hanging out, talking about the news. Uh, coming up at 11, phone lines are open, 210-599-5555, 210-599-5555. Uh, we got uh, latest number, about 222 hostages hostages being held in Gaza. Uh, I think about 14 or 15 Americans, I believe. That number's probably off. Uh, the latest, uh, we heard, uh, Lloyd Austin over the weekend say that we were sending about 2000, well, he wouldn't come up with a number, but we've been told it's around 2000, uh, additional troops moving out to the area. We have two aircraft carriers out there. We have a command ship. Uh, we now, as we found out this, this morning, we, we have long range missiles hitting Northern Israel, not from Lebanon, but from Gaza. The implication being that, well, they've got some serious hardware. Uh, there were, some, I believe there was some stuff fired into Israel in the north there from Lebanon, where uh, uh, Hezbollah is uh, largely uh, uh, centered or, or operate. Uh, but apparently Hamas was able to send some missiles up that way from the Strip, which again says that they have you know even more sophisticated stuff than we realized, which means they're obviously being backed by Iran and possibly any number of folks. You, you really have a new, and we, Trey mentioned this earlier, and he's right, you, you really have a new access power that's coming into being. Uh, Iran, China, Russia, uh, a lot of munitions are uh, both from Afghanistan and Ukraine, we've already discovered, uh, have, have found their way, uh, way into the hands of Hamas and Hezbollah. You have missiles from North Korea, that are uh, involved, being involved in this, uh, or being used in this in this war. And uh, meanwhile, we're giving billions of dollars to Hamas and aid packages. While our president sits his ass in Rehoboth Beach, it's a beach week for the president. Well, you know, he had a tough week last week. It was hard on the poor little guy. We're now finding out more about. Jim Biden, his younger brother, and some of his business dealings that found their way into the president's pocket when he was a vice president. Uh, Jim Biden, James Biden, was uh, on the board of some damn company and that he had, <laughs> like Hunter, has no expertise in whatever it is that they do. But he ends up sending the president, the then vice president, a check for like $200,000. So we have the chess pieces lining up on planet Earth for a major global conflict at a time when we also have a president and an administration, and I I would submit a a government that is completely corrupt and frankly owned by many of the bad guys uh, who are lining up against us, such as China. It's a bad situation. It really, truly is. Not to mention we have an open border where bad guys are just strolling into the country, bad guys from the Islamic world. Uh, you know, it, it's 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 really uh, evolving into a very, very bad situation. And I guess, again, and Fox has been covering this all morning, again, you know, watching these idiots with their Palestinian flags you know, and these Greenwich Village morons with their their their, their hijabs that they purchased online. You know, I was saying Lululemon last week. Well, they sell them. If you want a hijab, you can get one from Lululemon. It'll match your slippers. And uh, you know, watching all these jackasses. I guess we had some right, James, here in town over over, over the weekend. Some kind of pro-Palestinian thing. You know, you're walking into your own oblivion. It's ama- apart from the deep hypocrisy, the epic historic hypocrisy of the left in this country who are the biggest, the first people in line to call somebody an anti-Semitic. Freaking Mel Gibson made a Jesus movie, and it means he hates Jews, right? The people can't shut up about 
who's Hitler and who isn't Hitler and who's a Nazi and who isn't a Nazi. And oh my God, if we detain people at the border, they're like death camps. And that these people are applauding and standing with the very people who are slaughtering Jews even as we speak. And when I say you're marching into your own oblivion with a big stupid grin on your face, I say that because, yeah, this involves every issue that we've been yelling and screaming about since Joe Biden got into office, whether it's election interference uh, with Donald Trump, whether it's uh, the persecution of people because of their political or religious beliefs, which we see every freaking day in this country, whether it's the inherent violence of Antifa and uh, and the LGBTQ uh, people with the, with the gender stuff. You, you look at the geopolitics and the, the comings and goings on planet Earth as far as nations lining up against other nations. And it's it. Fe- I don't know how it feels to you, but to me, it kind of feels like a like a perfect storm. And I think a storm is coming. I think a storm is coming, and it's not just going to affect the Middle East. It's not just going to affect uh, Ukraine and and those countries and Russia. It's it's going to be here. It's going to be in your front yard. And uh, and and I don't know what else to tell you. It's above my pay grade to, to come up with solutions to any of it. Because all I do is pray. All I do is pray, and every single stinking day that I'm alive in America, I'm thankful for it. Because I don't know what this country is going to look like uh, in a, in a, a sh- rather short period of time. And th- there was nothing more noxious and toxic than people in Times Square basically calling for the slaughter of Jews. My God, man. Whoa. What hath we wrought? Uh, you know, I don't know. Here we are in a very strange time. So, again, you know, I, no, I ain't got no great advice, and I ain't got no great solutions. You know, I, I can't balance a checkbook. That's who I am, all right? But I think prayer is vital right now. Just pray. And pray for your sanity. Pray for peace in the world. Thank you, James. Thanks to Elaine Rodriguez, our executive producer, Don Morgan, and my good brother, Trey Ware. Spread the love. Don't be a jerk. Bye.